still in the middle of a pandemic and still sitting in our homes video conferencing. Welcome to a virtual Jedi Council episode of Booking Pop Culture, not just from where I like to call the Mike 9 studio, but from everyone's homes as well. I'm your referee, Rick Vivian, and tonight's bookers are... From Flint, Michigan, he's one half of Super Future, Big Flexi, Xavier Walker. Rick Viv, what's going on? How you know, man? I'm good. I just want to let you know before we get started, not only am I the most physically imposing guest today, but I have by far the highest midichlorian count. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, so I'm sure somebody has something to say about that. Goddamn right. <laughs> His mother calls him son, but now she has to call him the friggin' Impact X Division champion, Rohit Raju. What's oh up? Oh my God. The force feeling, saber wheeling. You know who you're with? The one and only X Division, Seth. The locust can manual himself. The highest midichlorian count X. Don't you get it twisted ever. God damn, you're coming strapped, bro. And hailing from the law offices of Dewey, Cheatham, and Howe, our resident pop culture guru and this podcast attorney, first letter of his first name, Jay. Yeah, man, you can keep your metachlorians. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out. The ultimate lawyer. <laughs> I mean, it's a pandemic, and metachlorians are basically a virus. Yeah. Uh, okay guys regardless of what's going on in the world these days we can always go back to a long time ago and a galaxy far far away it's been a minute and it's time to chat up some star wars news the obvious place to start is mandalorian they dropped a trailer on us so let's dig in boys it was the first thing you saw in that trailer i had to rewatch it i think it was when i saw you say sasha banks Mm -hmm. yeah that was that was my first thing when they were talking about what would they say? The sorceress. And they showed her with the hoodie and mm-hmm. she disappeared. I thought that shit yeah. was real cool. But she's supposed to be Sabine. Uh, I yeah. think rumor. that was an internet rumor Yeah, that she was supposed to be Sabine just because of her hair color constantly changes. I don't know if that's a real thing or not. Yeah, I also heard that she may be some type of inquisitor. Yeah, Ooh. that would be sweet if she was. That'd be really cool. Do you think she's going to have a big part or just that kind of barge scene? I think I she'll have a role, but it depends on how well she acts. You know what I mean? I don't think you'll put a star that big in the trailer if they didn't have a bigger role in the yeah. in the series. A lot of people, though, when, they, when I was watching them review it or talk about it, they had no idea who it was. Everyone was like, oh, it's, isn't it Rosario Dawson? I thought she was playing Ahsoka. And I'm like, that ain't Rosario Dawson. <laughs> well, I got to be honest. The first time I saw it was on my phone. And I was just kind of sitting at work. I'm like, oh, shit. Is that? And it didn't look like Rosario, but just the hood over her head. And I think I was actually chatting with you at the moment and i was watching it again kind of blown up I'm like no that's fucking sasha banks yeah i had heard that she was in it but it never got confirmed so yeah i don't know i mean well, that's pretty cool it is i know something that i thought was really sweet that a lot of people think the uh snow planet is ilium and oh. ilium was one of the first where one of the first jedi temples were but then it got taken over by the i think they, uh, maybe the empire first and then the first order turned it into star killer base yeah i heard that that's that- what all the kaiba crystals Crystals of Kaiba. Yeah, but at that point, ah, oh, shit. What was so? What was the planet in Rogue One that they blew up? Jeddah, but that was that Jedha. was a, that was blown up. Right. Ilium is from uh, X. What was that game? Fallen Order. Yeah, Fallen Order. He had to go to Ilium. Oh, the Ice and, Planet. Yes. Yes. Yep. And I think I'm hoping it's Ilium and not Hoth, but there obviously is a Tatooine uh, yeah. scene. They'll always go back to Tatooine, though. Yeah, which well, I guess is like the hub for the Star Wars universe. Well, and also if we'll get into you know rumors of Boba Fett and and yeah. really just I mean the Tatooine scenes from season one, you know there there was that I think it was like the end of episode five. When you just heard the boots and like the, the spurs clinking as if it was yeah, the radio sound. Yeah, the radio yeah. sound. Yeah, I mean that that had to have been the gunfinger. So they got to go to back to Tatooine for that, right? Well, there's a when he's 
on the speeder, yep. people said on the back of the speeder is Boba Fett's armor. And in the aftermath novels, there is a sheriff by the name of Cobb Vanth that is trying to clean up like certain places on Tatooine. And what he does is he buys the armor from these Jawas, which the aftermath novel is supposed to be canon. There's three of them. And he buys it from these Jawas and the armor is like, has like acid stains on it and stuff like that. So if that is what that is on the back of there, so maybe the Mandalorian's getting it from him to maybe give it back to Boba Fett or like, Hey, you don't deserve this armor. You're not a Mandalorian. And maybe Boba Fett will come come in at some point who knows the image i saw so you can see what they're thinking is boba fett's backpack rocket pack (laughs) minus the missile and an outline possibly of his helmet kind of off to the side hanging there yeah i saw that too hopefully that that'd be cool i would imagine they would leave that for maybe even a season cliffhanger where tomorrow morrison shows up you know looking for his gear well, and Boba Fett's not a true Mandalorian as well, so there could be... Uh, Who could, is? Yeah, there could be some scrap in there. That'd be cool. Yeah, and, I mean, the Mando Mando isn't a real Mandalorian. He was just a foundling. He's a foundling, yeah. Yeah, so, so he's not part of that bloodline. I would really like to see that. I want them to explain, unless it's their sect, you know, since they're on the Outer Rim, why the hell don't they take their helmets off? Because in everything, Clone Wars, Rebels... These motherfuckers are taking their helmets off left and right. right. So there maybe has to be a reason why. Maybe it's something post the purge. The Mandalorian yeah. purge showed to a reason why they don't take it off. That's what I I'm was wondering. That. I was wondering that too. Animanity. Yeah. They and Filoni's on there. They kind of blew that spot know. anyway because we saw his face already. True. They're like Hasidic Mandalorians. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, very fundamental. Well, there was a horrible rumor, and I hope it's not true, Yeah. that you heard about this, about Pedro Pascal wanting more money. We wanting more FaceTime. Yeah. Oh my God. I, I hope that's not true at all. You, and apparently he went to Lucasfilm and they said, sure. And then John Favreau was like, no, nah, we're not doing that. You knew what you signed up for. Yeah. And so there, apparently that's when he was like, Hey, they did that interview with Favreau and he's like, it's more game of Thrones. Like I want the story to venture off with different characters. Now, apparently the big rumor is mid season, something huge happens. Oh God. I hope they don't kill him off. I mean, you can easily replace him with another voice actor and just don't have him take off the damn helmet. You ain't got to kill him. Yeah. Because apparently he, Pedro walked off set. And then a lot of these episodes will be with different characters. So you might get like a Cara Dune episode that has nothing to do with Pedro, or you might get something with Carl Weathers' character. Carl Weathers, yeah. I don't like uh, the sounds of that at all. Griff. I don't either because it's called The Mandalorian. Right. And I hope that I hope that's not true. I hope he didn't get greedy and be like, hey, I deserve more, blah, 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 blah. Because like, if you knew what you signed up for. Here's the character. You here's, I mean? here's the helmet that he's going to wear. You know what you're doing. You yeah. know what you're walking into. I had always read the rumor that the two stunt guys played the character more than Pedro yep. did. Yeah, that's uh, what I too. Depending on what, you know, what the scene called for. To the point where I think the main stunt guy that was... Not so much. There was the fighting stunt guy, and then like the gunslinger stunt guy, John Wayne's son, Jay. Is that oh, what is that what that grandson? Is? Oh. Grandson. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. kind of cool. You know, John Wayne. Um, but I think he had to. Yeah. He yeah. was. <laughs> yeah. He had to mimic Pedro Pascal's uh, uh, like walk. You know, his his gait. I didn't um, even know he had a walk. Well, I mean, everyone's got a way that they walk. I don't know. I guess this is. <laughs> I don't know. Well, when you're wearing all that gear, I think you can only walk one way. I'd be walking like, yeah. trying to, you know what I mean? Like, I'd shuffling and stumbling. I'm, I'm bow legged as fuck, man. I just gotta, <laughs> <laughs> That's Rick. Yep. Put him on a speeder. 
<laughs> what I like, what stood out to me about the trailer, yeah, I, I like how this show makes it uh, desperate for them to get away, or when they're on the run, it looks like they're in danger every time. Yeah. And I just, I, I like the scene where they ha- they were on like a kind of a some kind of boat. It looked like a, a shrimping boat almost, like mm-hmm. if you could compare it to something in the real world. <laughs> yeah. And it just looked so off grid. And I just, I just love how that looked. Well, I mean, similar to season one, I mean, he loses his ship. The the whole trailer starts with what looks like his ship got tore up. With the back mm-hmm. gate open, like it's just abandoned or something. He probably had to dump it though. Now, now is the thought that you know, anytime you see like you know all water, is he on Camino? I don't know why he would be on Camino. You know, Django Boba Fett's origins. Well, the the one dude had the cloning insignia, right? Right. In season one, mm-hmm. but I, I think I think with a show like this, it's cool to have some uh, familiar places. Yeah. But it's it's also good to start building new things. You know what I mean? So hopefully they don't do too many like, oh, this is Camino. This is Canto Bite or this is this. This is that. Hopefully it's like Ilium's cool because we've never really seen that besides like video game. That's like extended lore stuff. So that'd be cool to have that. And Tatooine, you know, that's like your throwback. But hopefully they'll have new stuff because I thought for sure the first time that they went to the forest place, I was like, well, maybe that's Endor. Because maybe that's like a leftover ATST from like that battle, but you know that wasn't mm-hmm. it. I'm glad they didn't make it Endor as well. I thought the special effects looked a lot better. It looks like they must have gave it a bigger budget this time because some of that stuff looked real sweet. Like when you saw uh, all those Tie Fighters with the folding wings, and then you saw the X wings, yeah. And then they were obviously on a Star Destroyer at one point, so that was cool because yeah. that that Star Destroyer alarm was playing. Yeah, they show the so, uh, the stormtroopers kind of running down what looks like an imperial hallway of some type yeah so hopefully we get more of that and I, i'm curious to see what's his face uh grandma gideon gideon yes. yeah I, I bet oh, he's dude. gonna be awesome yeah yeah, really yeah cool. i'm excited about him yeah that dude's sweet i, I, want, too. I yeah. want to know how he got the dark saber me too and i'm hoping uh big another rumor bo katan is supposed to show up and that'd be sweet because katie sackoff is she's older now she looks you know older so I think that'd be really cool to see her show up and kind of tell that story. Like, yeah, we got invaded by the empire and this fool took the dark saber from us. I think that'd be really cool. Cause wasn't it, well, Sabine had it and then Sabine gave it to Bo-Katan right at the end of rebels. Yes. That's so that'd correct. be really cool if uh, that plays into that. But see, that also kind of plays into the Sasha Banks rumor a little bit too. Could it could be, yeah. Could she be Sabine? Could she be after that dark saber? Could they be after the same person? See, I like when they dig into those kind of, you know, the more uh, rebels and and clone wars and kind of the more I don't know obscure stories. Only the stuff that you would know uh, versus <laughs> X would know it too. Yeah, well, yeah, because like everyone's theorizing that one of those X wings is Luke because it has the uh, the barbershop stripe on one of his guns. But I think that's a little bit more common than people think. Yeah, I think it is. If they really want to fuck with people and blow their minds, you'd have Ahsoka in it. And mm-hmm. she's like, here, I know someone we can take it to. And they go like to Dagobah or Tatooine mm-hmm. or someplace. Mm-hmm. And then there's Luke. And he turns around. He's like, huh? You know what I mean? But he's not like sour Luke yet. He's still like optimistic yeah. Luke. Yeah, he's, it's and, only uh, five years after Jedi, right? Could you imagine yeah. that? Be, imagine that being the cliffhanger. Oh, you, God. You take him to oh, man. Mark yeah. Hamill and he's like Goosebumps. you know what I mean and that's that's your season three or season two cliffhanger people would lose their shit yes you know so it's to me it's 
this is a great way to build new things, but also take advantage of having the old things in there too. You know, I, I think you you have a good mix of both worlds if they do it right. So we'll see. Though. Yeah, and now that the, that Lucasfilm is moving away from the Skywalker trilogy of trilogies, basically. You know, that gives Favreau all this room to just kind of fill in these little gaps of, of time that people would want to see. So it, that'd be perfect. I'm curious to see what they do with it. I hope there isn't. To me, it's my favorite thing with Star Wars right now. And I think it brought everyone back together besides yes. like the, the Clone Wars, the Clone Wars, which was really good. I don't know. I guess, you know, I'm hopeful for it. I hope all the rumors, the bad rumors aren't true. But here's my thing. If you're going to have it like a Game of Thrones and you're going to have it center around a bunch of different characters, you got to have it longer than a half hour. Oh, sure. You know, because that worked for Game of Thrones because you had several stories in one episode with different characters. Like this was a Tyrion episode, but it was also a Cersei episode and they would bounce back. You got to have that unless like the one half hour is just about Cara Dune or whoever. But. But I don't know. Like you're saying, you don't call it the Mandalorian and then have a, a completely Cara Dune, which you know, I'm all, all about Cara Dune, but yeah. it, it's it's her interaction with him. Or even if he's maybe playing second fiddle in that episode, but still, yeah, you got to have somebody in that suit in every episode. That makes yeah. me wonder if that is true about him walking off set. And they're just like, screw it, go home. We'll, we don't need you. We'll do this. I hope that's not true. But, but see, I mean, they filmed this. They filmed this like almost a year ago now, because it wrapped up pre-COVID. Yeah. Um, like it, I think they they wrapped pre-COVID, which basically everything COVID, all the guys were staying at home editing anyway. So it wasn't that didn't impact it whatsoever. I think we would have heard rumors about something concrete. Yeah. yeah. I. I, I I don't know. Well, I, think I don't know because you heard a lot of stuff about the sequel trilogy and a lot of it wasn't confirmed. And, you know, we'll obviously go over that later, but it wasn't confirmed until Boyega said something. It wasn't confirmed until Daisy said something. Uh, you know what I mean? Even um, what's his last name? Heinrich. He came out recently and said something about Solo, about how it was poorly handled. So you always hear those rumors, but unless someone squeals, yeah, you're never going to hear anything about it because Disney is that type of company where they're never going to admit that they're wrong. No, oh, they're no. just gonna. They don't want that <laughs> negative press, so they just literally like like the whole thing with Mulan. A lot of people were shitting on that. They were just like, "This is a, it's is not a good movie," and they were saying, "This is like, what are they doing?" But you'll never hear them like Marvel. Maybe say, "Yeah, we hear you." Instead, Disney always tries to place the blame on whoever doesn't like it. Like, "Oh no, you guys are wrong," or they just will totally ignore it now and try to, you know, lie about it. Like Kathleen Kennedy was lying. She lies about oh. so much shit. But, you know, I yeah. mean, you're a CEO. You don't want to be like, yeah, we're we're fucking up. You don't want to say that. So <laughs> no, yeah, like, you got to You got to like there's a fire where there's smoke. There's fire. You got to tow the company line. But you do. I think especially I, with Disney. I like, think the difference is between. Ruining. Yeah. But I think the difference between what was going on with the solo movie, because that was they just hired the wrong guys to start with the the lego guys or whatever to do the movie and you know they had to call in ron howard to mop it up and and i still i i love solo oh, I, yeah. I think I, I didn't i didn't mind it no i think it had it's and it had it's like things you're like huh but i mean it wasn't as bad as they said it was gonna be no i enjoyed it no i did too and i but i think if ron howard had it from the start i think it would have been a, even better but the 
Daisy Ridley and, and Boyega stuff is a little different. What was Boyega's beef? Boyega pretty much had an interview and was saying that, you know, they asked him how was it to do Disney Star Wars. And he kind of threw him under the bus. He was like, it, I would, I'm supposed to sit here and say it was a great experience, but it wasn't. They knew what they were going to do with Adam Driver. They knew what they were going to do with Daisy Ridley, but they didn't, oh, they didn't right. fuck all when it came to uh, myself. I forgot the Asian lady's name. Rose? Well, Rose. Tran. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I, Oscar Isaac, he said, and then he called him out for the China thing. Like, hey, when you put me on the poster for China, you put me, instead of how it was where I was front and center, you put me off to the side because you catered to them. And he was pretty much saying, you had me, you acted like I was this big role. You know what I mean? Like, hey, look, it's a black guy in this huge role as in Star Wars. And then you made it, it was nothing. I was nothing. He pretty much said, without saying it, Disney likes to look diverse, like they're all about diversity, but they're not really diverse. You know what I mean? I think he did say that, didn't he? And maybe he did. Maybe he did I fly he did say that. that. Yeah, because pretty much like, oh, look, we have an Asian person in our family. Oh, look, we have uh, a, a man of Spanish descent and we have a black guy. And they're the main characters, but they weren't. They they all took a back seat. You know, whether you like the secret trilogy or don't, I'm, obviously we all know I'm not a fan of it. <laughs> They should have had, they didn't have a clear cut outline. People no. say, well, George Lucas didn't either. However, mm-hmm. it was still George Lucas, one person working on six films. Oh. Whereas this was made by a committee. They let JJ do his thing. Then they said, Ryan, you do whatever you want. And then they are like, Colin Trevorrow, whose script was seemed pretty good. It seemed mm-hmm. like it went hand in hand. The artwork they was They fired cool. him. Yeah. And then yeah, uh, they're like, JJ, come clean up. And by the time JJ had to clean up, it was like, well, what the... What the hell am I supposed to do? So for me, I felt like the original trilogy is like the lifeblood. And I always compare it now to Cobra Kai. If you've seen, if you watch Cobra Kai, they do a great job of taking something that made the series, treating it with respect, honoring it and putting it in the forefront, but also developing new characters that you care about. Instead, the sequel trilogy just kind of said, hey, look, we got these guys in there come watch our movie, but they didn't really do anything with them. And they just kind of, instead of passing the torch, they just threw the torch off a cliff. Yeah. And then the characters that they wanted you to like, didn't really earn anything. They just were there. And then Daisy Ridley, she came out and she didn't really bash them. She was just doing an interview, but she was like, the guy goes, Hey, so did you know you're a Palpatine from the start? And she said, no, they didn't have a plan at all. Nobody knew. Nobody yeah. Knew. She said, nobody knew. She said in the first, at first I was rumored to be, a, they said I was going to be a Kenobi. Right. That obviously really? I was nobody. And then she goes, then they told me I was going to be a Palpatine. Literally while they were filming, she goes, while we were filming, they didn't know if they were going to pull the trigger on that or not. So they had no wow. idea what they were going to do. So it just wow. goes wow. to show that, you know what I mean? We already knew there wasn't a plan, but there wasn't a plan. And it's sad that I, I feel like I get upset about it because I love Star Wars. And the original trilogy was such a good story. And you can still watch it. It's very coherent besides like them being brother and sister, which is kind of out of left field. <laughs> it still has its moments. It builds mm-hmm. like the characters correctly and all that jazz. Or this, we just got like a quick, <clears throat> we got a quick cash tra- a cash grab. And it sucks because we deserve better than that as fans. And the original trilogy d- deserved better than that. Well, the the kinda, original characters did. Yeah. And they just kind of <laughs> crapped all over that. I know X is. I disagree with you for a long time about this. Yeah. And it wasn't until I saw a lot of the secondary media, like I, I hadn't watched 
all of Clone Wars yet. I hadn't seen Rebels. I hadn't seen, obviously, The Mandalorian. And then I just feel like there were so many better choices of characters moving forward than the ones they picked. And I feel like they should have had something to do with the final battle. Like, not that they have The Mandalorian, and he's alive as far as we know, and the child who's alive as far as we know. I just feel like they built these huge characters outside the movies, and they're not a part of the main storyline moving forward because they already have the trilogies made. And I feel like that hurt them more than maybe not having a plan. Just They just had better choices, I think, yeah. to finish it. You know, that's interesting. I never really thought about that, but with Mandalorian taking place, you know, what, five years after yeah, Jedi? Something has to happen to these characters. Uh, and they're not around. Yeah. <laughs> they don't, they're not around, you know, whatever, 20 years later. So yeah. what's going on? It's weird, though, but if you think about it, all that side stuff has nothing to, like, Kathleen Kennedy oversees That's it. That's I, mean. I, yeah. I don't think she has any say because Favreau came, went to them and said, hey, I have this script. This is my script. And then Filoni, they kind of let him do his own thing. And instead of consulting these guys for the movies, they, there is a guy, I can't remember his name, but he told the main dude, um, who's the guy that runs Disney? Bob Iger. Mm-hmm. He told him, he's like, hey, give me three or four years and let me flesh out a full story. And they said, no, they wanted to make that $4 billion back right away. Right. They, spent, they yeah. spent $4 billion on it. We got a loan to pay off. And so they pretty much yeah. rushed it. And instead of earning anything, they just rushed the sequel trilogy. And the thing that <laughs> sucks most to me is that you can't change it. That's what we got. You know what I mean? Yeah. We could have, like X said, we could have had so much better. But that's what we got, and that's what we're stuck with. And that's the end of, like, it's just, to me, it's, like, so subpar. It doesn't even deserve, like, even the prequels are not, when it comes to being movies, they're not great movies. But the story, I do, too. I love the prequels. But the stories (laughs) make sense from, you know, the story makes sense. You see Anakin become what he becomes. He's so drunk with power. He's almost like a sociopath. He's like, he can't, he doesn't think he can be touched. He can't be told what to do. And then you see the arrogance of a Jedi, like in Mace Windu. And then you see Yoda, who's trying to toe the company line. But, you know, he's like, he thinks he's doing the right thing. But then he, he has to learn a lesson that he wasn't doing the right thing. And then when he sees Luke, he's like, I don't think I want to train him. He's too old. He's too much like his father. And there's like all that deep lore there that connects. But then the sequel trilogy, it doesn't really connect. The, it, nothing really connects as well. And there's so much, there's like, what, 40 years, like, of stuff that we don't even know about. Like, and, and then I, I know a lot of people are like, oh, what's Snoke? You don't need to know who Snoke is. Yeah, you do, because you're coming from 40 years. And this guy just appears out of nowhere, and then he's nobody. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't know. I just think they handled it very poorly. And with the actors coming out and kind of saying that, it's like, yeah, you know, you're just putting the exclamation point on what most of us already knew that they had no plan and it was just a cluster the whole time. So it's unfortunate. In 2020, uh, I think that we're more of a society that reacts better to serialized storytelling like this though. I don't think you can do movies the way that you could in the seventies and eighties, where you could have a complete saga done in six hours. I think that you need to have this huge, that you need to have 12 hours of a story to really flesh it out now. And people want that now. They want to have a giant series to either binge or 
absorb over a, a large period of time and discuss it as they do it. I think that that's where that's where Star Wars needs to go, and that's where Star Wars is going. I I hope they never make another movie. Me Not too. that I don't love. The yeah, movie. you know what? I, I agree. But like they got love the, ex- the show. Yeah, I, I love the experience of going to a Star Wars movie. It's the best. But I would rather them focus on broader storytelling. And that's why the the the, the prequel trilogies were were good, but um the Anakin turn was on a dime, it yeah, seemed like. It was I'm so Whereas glad if you Clone if you Wars. Yeah, Clone yeah, Wars helped that out a lot. Really fleshed that out. And that's exactly it, is that you had if you if you if you had watched all of Clone Wars, which came out after that all had happened, yeah, then you're just like, Okay, I totally get this. It was not it was not quick. It was a slow, slow burn. Everything that happened in the big reveals in Clone Wars and then eventually in Rebels may, meant so much more because it was such a slow burn. Absolutely. Like the, the seeing Ahsoka confront Vader was a visceral experience. For season two? There was, yeah. That got goosebumps just thinking about yes. that. That's one of my favorite things yeah. in Star Wars ever. Yeah, but there's like, it can't touch anything that happened in the prequels or the JJ trilogy because it was so oh my god yeah. we've been waiting for this well there's history there there's there's yeah. the, the one thing though that Filoni does which I do think the sequel trilogy did not do he appreciates the lore and he appreciates the Star Wars universe whereas the sequel trilogy was instead of a story it was just a product and you could tell a committee made those movies it was super commercialized they were too busy they were they wanted to make toys they wanted to to get you know like look at uh, galaxy's edge your your lifeblood is the original trilogy because those all the old people are going to take their kids to go see that or prequel stuff but you don't have any of that at your theme park so it's still cool to go there my buddy when he said it's really cool he goes but it's disappointing they don't have any prequel or original trilogy stuff because that's like that's what I want to spend my money on. So, but I think that has to do with royalties as well. But you'd still be making money, you know, because a lot of people aren't invested in what you gave us. Now, if they switch that over to like the Mandalorian, then you go, you got Baby Yoda shit everywhere. The people will lose their mind. Yeah, and I I think that's a big thing. Like Filoni, Filoni cares. Favreau cares. I don't think Kathleen Kennedy really cares. I think all those people that did the sequel trilogy are just like Hollywood execs just trying to make money and instead of like force awakens came out banging even though it was like a soft reboot of uh new New hope Hope, i still loved it Mm -hmm. it felt like it hit all the right beats and it felt like an event going to a star wars movie but every star wars movie after that it just felt it didn't feel like an event at all i think the last time i felt something really exciting was the the hallway scene the what Rogue, rogue one yeah, Rogue One, the hallway scene with Vader. Oh, yeah. I was like, holy shit. But nothing oh, else crazy. really. Like when you go see Marvel movies, Marvel catches me. Like, man, yeah. they did that whole – it took them, what, 11 years to tell that whole story? Mm-hmm. But holy shit, man. At the end of Endgame, when all that stuff went down, it's like you felt all of it. And you were happy to see mm-hmm. certain characters pop back up and all that stuff and interactions with certain characters. Because even though they were, they, were, they wanted to make money – they were still telling a story still, which it's, it's so unfortunate that they didn't do that with these new movies. And I'm like, you guys, I could care less if they make new movies. It seems like the, the money and the, the passions on Disney plus. Yeah. Well, just the storytelling, but everything you're saying yeah. about uh, Marvel, 
the one character, and you could kind of say two, but the one character that they built over all this time was Ahsoka Tana. Because when when was that first Clone Wars movie? Was that 10? Oh, it was right uh, after the prequel. Oh, four? Yeah, that was, was that 15 years ago? And she was horrible. Yeah, a little bit over. First... I hate her. Yeah, oh, she was annoying. She's an annoying little kid. Yeah. But by the end of this, the, the series, she was, the, I think she was the biggest star on the show. Yep. She was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And then now, you know, there's, you know, this rumor that she's, you know, we're pretty certain that she's going to show up in Mandalorian. Everyone's like, I can't wait to see her. And especially after that last, that last season of Clone Wars. Man, oh, the geez. last four episodes of Clone Wars oh. were. I, and Darth Maul. Like fucking Darth Maul. That's Matt, the best Star Wars content. That's period. the other character I was going to bring down. up. That was the yep. other character I was going to bring up. I mean, like I, I always loved Darth Maul. They but cut then that when dude, they fleshed him out. Didn't get him. Holy shit! Yeah, they I cut. didn't get him before Clone Wars. Really? I thought everybody was tripping about Darth Maul, but the way they ended, he was just such a different character. Yeah, mm-hmm. like depth. Just, yeah, reason to do what he was doing. Oh, he, he was relentless. I love oh, that character. His hatred of, of Palpatine now and just everything. Yeah. Just. When Ahsoka caught him in those uh, wires at the end of the episode, and he's just freaking out, throwing a fit. Yeah, because he's just yeah, it just shows how loosely wired he was. You know, but he's so he hates Palpatine so much, but he's so scared of him. Yes, because out of everybody, he knows what he can do. He knows how powerful he is, and Maul. That's why Maul he can't do it by himself. That's why he's he's trying to recruit people, team up with Ahsoka, because he knows he needs other people because he can't do it himself. Dude got his brother got destroyed, you know what I mean? And so it's an ex. You haven't seen Rebels. You didn't see I would have loved to see him versus Anakin. Oh, that would have mm. been so cool. Could you imagine that? No, that would have been don't shame actually me. insane. <laughs> <laughs> but uh in season two, he lured like, him there to kill him. That's why he, uh Yeah, he that's right. He wanted to kill him, and he's like, Oh, Lady Tano, you're not who I expected. He lured him. Yeah, because he knew. Aren't they uh, making a bad bunch spinoff? Yeah, supposedly. So, yeah, we'll just keep it going. That might be fun. Let's keep it I going. Know. I would watch it. I mean, what the hell? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah that was the other character I was going to bring up was Darth Maul. You cut him in half in 1999, and then 15 years later, or maybe a little less than that, you bring him back. As remember when he first showed up and he had that more like spider body and he was skinny and yeah, and just out of his mind. He was insane. Yeah. <laughs> So, so cool. And then he pops up at the end of Solo, you know, which makes yeah, me, was, which, yeah, which is the whole. Well, there was supposed to be a trilogy. It was supposed to be a underground underworld trilogy. Right. So Solo was supposed to be one movie. Lando was supposed to be getting one. And then there was supposed to be an underworld one where, because Maul, he was running gangs uh, for the, he was like the, what is it? The Black. Black Sun. Black Sun. Yeah. yeah. He was running all that shit. Yep. So I thought that would have been really cool, but then Ray Park got himself in trouble. So what? What did he do? Use him. He posted something uh, like um, his wife was like a man. fitness chick, and then the the kid that plays Boba Fett commented on one of her posts, and he went off on him, trying to say that they were having an affair. I guess they're very friendly with each other. And he was went this off after saying, he did Clone Wars. This was recently. This was like a few months ago. Oh. He did this, but then he posted a video. And I don't know what was of her sucking his dick. Like his what? wife was, yeah, his wife was giving him a blowjob and he posted it, but then he took it down. And everybody was like, what the fuck, man? Why are you posting that? You got kids on following you on your Instagram. And then he was trying to say he got hacked. And it was, it was this huge I got ordeal. Hacked. Yeah, yeah, it was this. Yeah, you got I hacked, know, bro. I don't know if that was the video that was posted. <laughs> if it was his wife giving him a blowy, but somebody was getting a blowy and he posted it. 
And of course, everyone flipped out, but because I would have loved to seen a mall series, I think that would have been sweet. Oh, sure. Well, and oh, yeah. the underground I'm stuff, you know, uh, man, I hate to go back to Star Wars after all that. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get, well, supposedly, we're going to get a, a, you know, a one off Kenobi series, which uh-huh. seems like, if you ask me, the last episode is going to be. Kenobi walking over the cliff to go save Luke from the uh, Tusken Raiders. That would essentially end any other storytelling because he dies soon after that. But potentially you could have Darth Maul in that, you know, if it's if it's skipping yeah. over time or something. I don't know. If you saw Rebels, all of Rebels, I won't spoil that, but you know why you couldn't. Well, right. No, but that's I what I mean. Happens. I mean, they could. Oh, re- you already know? Okay. They, they could reenact that. I um, love that fight scene too because it was so. It was like two samurai. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like Maul was still wild, and he still hadn't learned. And Obi Wan had learned he wasn't going to try and fight this guy like that. He was older. He had to fight smart, work smart, not hard. Mm-hmm. And it was cool. He finally, you saw, you finally saw Maul at peace when Obi Wan held him, and he was like, "Is you think he's really the chosen yeah. one?" And he was like, "Yes, man. If they could reenact that, but then again, I guess you could replace somebody else being Maul." And just have Sam Whitmer play him because since he does the voice, anyways. Man, yeah. I gotta look up all There's this Ray Park stuff. In face on him. Or fight like that too would work because you won't have to Ray Park's actual style since the fight was so short and yeah, there wasn't a lot of action. I heard that it's undecided yet whether the Kenobi is going to be one off because I mean they're they're doing one, but if this really hits, they they might do another. So I'd just be happy that, to see you and McGregor back. I yeah. love him as and. He's, the best. He, he's now the age. He's now the age of Alec Guinness in uh, the original Star Wars movie. So right, and that's why I was kind of thinking because he was the one who was saying that it'll probably be only one yeah. season. That's why I thought, well, you know, I wonder if he saw that that last script, and that last script is Luke is off in the distance, and I got to go save him, and you know, we're about to fly off to Alderaan yeah. pretty soon. Otherwise, I mean, just stories of crazy old Ben out in the the dune sea and showing up at the bar doing talking weird shit that'd be great you know i want to see him see vader for the first time are they gonna do oh, flags yeah. that's the rumor is that hayden christensen is there's supposed to be flashbacks with those two in the clone wars armor fucking shit up i would love man could you imagine nice. the opening scene is them during clone wars fighting shit and they're talking and he goes to turn he's like anakin Anakin, he goes to turn and his fucking face is melting, and then he wakes up in a cold Vader. sweat in his hut. Mm. Yeah, could you imagine that? He's like, oh, that's hot. And then uh, it'd be cool <laughs> if uh, you get some Liam Neeson in there as well. Mm-hmm. That'd well, be really cool. At least communicating he's, with he's, him. He's has it, hasn't he? Yeah. And maybe Yoda. Which Liam is? Neeson, he's been around voice wise for the mm-hmm. um, yeah. for other well, projects, so he probably because supposedly, be yeah, supposedly his force essence is voice only, like he. Didn't yes, quite. because he didn't master. He didn't, yeah. Yeah. at least in the Clone Wars, he never mastered the appearance. He mastered his voice. Right. That was where Yoda had to go to Dagobah first, right? Yeah, and and Yoda, uh, he he went into that tree, right? The went into the tree and filmed the dark side. Something. Yeah, I, yeah. I forget the. That's where. That's where. Uh, was that Rebels or Clone Wars? That was Clone. That was Clone Wars. Wars. That was, Clone Wars. That was yeah. like the last. The second wasn't last it, that was like the last episode of Clone Wars, right? Before it, I think so, got brought back. I thought it was the third to last. Was it the one where he didn't believe it was Qui Gon? 
at the start, but then, uh, yeah, something took him to Dagobah to find that tree. Or what, what were those beings? The will? Were those the wills? Yeah, those were the wills. That's that's where Star Wars gets a little trippy. You know, it's like, all right, <laughs> we're gonna, let's do some shrooms and tell some stories, man. I think Owen McGregor became, you know, became Alec Guinness, became Obi Wan. I mean, really, Owen McGregor is Obi Wan. Alec Guinness is Ben Kenobi. So it's yeah. almost yeah. Two, it's almost two different parts, really. Ewan McGregor's Obi-Wan is my favorite character. Oh, okay. I just, I like Ewan McGregor's enthusiasm of playing Obi-Wan. I always go back to this story when he was first filming, I guess, as they were giving him his uh, daily stipend or his weekly stipend or whatever, he was pocketing it because he was saving up for a motorcycle. And, like, he wasn't buying food and he wasn't, you know, he wasn't buying clothes. Like, and, and they finally, after, like, I think a, a month, were like, what, what's going on? We're giving you this money to live while we're filming and you're not doing it. He's like, well, I want to buy this motorcycle. So they bought him the motorcycle that he wanted. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> That's kind of cool. Lucas. Did you guys read the comics at all? No. Were they canon? Uh, yeah, the Marvel ones are canon now. I can't. I, uh, but, I just try to get into those, man. They they do some weird shit that I wasn't a fan of. That's I'll correct. Go, but sometimes the, I'm uh, watching more YouTube. <laughs> the Obi Wan uh, offshoots because every now and every couple months they'll do an Obi Wan offshoot where he'll, he'll uh, it's just a standalone Obi Wan story, and those are always my favorite. They've done such a good job fleshing him out as sort of him on the run, him just as a hermit, and then some just untold adventures of him with Anakin. Uh, I think it's, it's, he's a untapped resource in the star Wars universe. In my opinion, mm-hmm. I think him and Vader are, I would love to yep. see the the series almost like um, it's not canon anymore, but I've, I've talked about it on here. The dark Lord of the Sith. It's pretty much Vader after episode four, how he's trying to get used to his body. He hates the emperor um, when he goes back to the Jedi temple, he sees the ghosts of the kids that he killed and he's kind of haunted. And it isn't until the end of the book that he realizes he has to use the force to control his body and stuff like that. Cause at first he's very clumsy and he's just filled with hate. He keeps having visions of Padme and stuff. But I think I would love to see that series almost like coincide with each other. Like you get stuff with Obi-Wan, but then you get stuff with Vader like how he becomes yeah. Vader and how he has to shed the life of Anakin, how he has to cut that out. And then finally Obi-Wan sees like, oh shit, he's still alive. And boom, that's how he becomes crazy Ben. Because in the book, he goes into a cantina and he sees like a hollow vid and it's, it says, oh, here's the Emperor's new whatever, um, Darth Vader. Because at first no one knew who Vader was. They thought he was like a super stormtrooper. They thought he was like a, a robot. They didn't, they didn't know who he was or what he was. And then he gets introduced to Darth Vader and Obi-Wan sees that. And what he does is he flips out and he's like, he starts screaming. He's like, you are dead. You're supposed to be dead. And then he runs out of the cantina and the bartender goes, what's wrong with that crazy old man? And that's how the name crazy old Ben comes about. But I was looking at some stuff in the comics. Like I know I heard the Vader comic was really good, but then they did mm-hmm. stuff where like he sees Padme's double and they kind of do all that weird shit. And then they did stuff with Luke, which I thought was so dumb. Like he, he ends up, uh, and it's an empire. Like he gets his, when he gets his hand chopped off and this lady Jedi grabs the lightsaber and then trains him and then kills him yeah. while he's drowning. And R2 has to run. I was like, that is the 
Just don't even touch that shit. Like, why would you even bother? Oh, is this it's a, just so dumb. Is this the like, one where that, that, that same lady tells him about the story of Anakin Skywalker and he learns his his father's first name? I think so. I was, I was just, I was like, just reading yeah, so dumb. Canon kind of comics. Um, I was I was just looking at some comics where uh, Vader actually teamed up with one of Padme's doubles. Yeah, that was the were, one like, I was talking about. Building an army. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They were like mm-hmm. building an army to try to kill the emperor, and somebody betrayed them. That like, some of it's just like yeah. very far fetched. That makes like, no okay. sense. Yeah, I did just see uh, a clip of something. Is I'm, I'm not reading any of the books right now, um, any of the comics or anything. But it's where Vader goes to. What was it? Uh, is it Masamino? What was the planet that Luke and Leia were born on? Oh, I don't remember. No, I don't remember that. It was a moon, wasn't it? Yeah, it was just a. A rebel rebel medical base of some type. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh-bye. Yeah. Ooh-bye. Exactly. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the hell are these people saying? But anyway, he he goes to that old base and they find the old the droids that that birthed Luke and Leia, and whatever droids with him, his helper droid basically finds its uh, you know holograph holographic memory and shows him the birth of Luke and Leia, and that's where he learns that he has kids and and. Uh, well, at least I think he only sees Luke's birth because once he sees Luke's birth, he flips out and, and destroys the robot, uh, the droid. I was going to say, yeah, he couldn't see Leia's. Yeah, because he doesn't learn of Leia. Yeah, and, exactly. Uh, yeah, so he wigs out and destroys the droid. But now knowing that he has a son, that was that must have just came out in the last book or two, I think. Um, it's funny because when they do the books, the stuff that it never translates to like the movies because they did the novelizations for uh, there's a lot of stuff in Aftermath that they didn't pay attention to in the new movies. And there's a lot of stuff in the novelization that they didn't pay attention to in the new movies. So half the time, like I don't even read the books anymore because it seems like they don't either. <laughs> so and they never pay attention right. to any of it so i'm just like it, it'll get changed at some point it's not official until it's on the screen yeah in my opinion because well, they end up changing and, it anyways and that was the frustrating thing about i i it suckered me in each time because each time right before the uh the, the, the numbered movies would come out they'd have a four issue miniseries of something leading up the road to whatever it is and none of those comics did anything mm-hmm. the worst one was the one before uh, Last Jedi, where they sort of rehabbed Captain Phasma, and that she totally redeemed herself for turning on, uh, like, sort of caving and, and turning off the shields and ending up in episode. a trash dumpster. Yeah, yeah, and end up in trash. And, and so she hunted down everybody who knew about that to clear her name, and she was just like maniacal, crazy person covering up the tracks, so nobody knew that this existed, and then she could re-assume her, her point as this uh, this high officer. Then, of course, in Last Jedi, they just killed her like it was nothing. Yeah. So it didn't matter. Yeah. So why? why? <laughs> yeah. Well, even in the, I think it was the comics or the novelization, Poe and Ray met at the end of Force Awakens. Yep. And then, but when they meet, they meet for the first time in Last Jedi, and it's just like, it's a small thing, but it's like, okay, you can tell you guys don't pay attention to what is already written or what, is supposed to be lore you guys don't care about any of that whereas like favreau and filoni obviously do so there's a big disconnect between lucasfilm and then whatever these guys are there's a big disconnect there. right well and i think what the sequel trilogy 
showed me and probably showed a lot of people is that they were there to sell tickets. The books were there to sell books and the comics backfired on them. Yeah. The comics were there to sell obviously comics, but also to get you fired up to buy tickets to see the movie. Didn't matter whether any of it made sense to the people, you know, counting those dollars, I guess. But the problem is the the kids weren't invested. You know, they wanted to get new, new fans. And I think they got some, but the people that are invested in all that stuff are us. We're the ones buying the action figures, the games, the comics. Kids nowadays are playing Call of Duty. They're on their phones, you know, playing Angry Birds back then. And, and they're not star or they're into Marvel. They're not into Star Wars anymore. And it's it's the people that have grew up with it, the prequels and the originals. We're the ones that are still giving you the money. And it's kind of like they're like, we don't want you as our fans, we want somebody else. Well, that happened. And then when like last Jedi came out, all that merchandise stayed on the shelf. Nobody was buying it because fans were pissed. You know, the majority of the fans that spend your money and go to the movies over and over again, those are the ones you upset. And those are the ones that weren't giving you any more money. And so your casual fans were like, Oh, that's cool. And, but they never went back to the theater to go see it. They didn't really care. And then instead of trying to make everybody happy, with Rise of Skywalker, you just pissed off everybody. <laughs> right. And then it was like, I didn't mind the movie, but I just didn't, I didn't think it was, you know, <laughs> it didn't think of anything special. It just, a lot of stuff didn't make sense. But I still love Kylo Ren. I love Babu Frick. Oh, yeah. I thought Poe was sweet. I wish they would have done more of Poe. I wish they had done, even Ray. I think Ray had a lot of potential. They just didn't do nothing with her. Yeah. And uh, same thing with Finn, man. I really wish Finn could have been something bigger. But, mm-hmm. And then Snoke, I was I was excited to see what was going on with him. And it was just nothing. So it was a bummer. But, you know, ho- hopefully Kathleen Kennedy doesn't re-sign or extend her contract. I hope she's, I hope she goes. But the only problem I'm worried about is that she's trying to get her Padawan, Michelle Rajwan, to take her place. So it would just be more of the same stuff. You don't need that. You need something fresh and new, and you got something fresh and new with uh, Fav and Filoni. So oh, yeah. I, I, hopefully that's the way we'll go. I can't see Disney saying that one of those two guys isn't running Lucasfilm after. Well, they say Filoni, not him, because he doesn't have that experience. Right. And Favreau would, but if they offered it to him, would he even take it? Because he might not even take it. He's doing doing so many other things. Yeah. Right. And then Kathleen Kennedy, she has a lot of power. So who knows, man? She could be like, yeah. Oh, you're not getting rid of me because of so and so or such and such or this, that, and the other. It's just hurting the product. She obviously doesn't have the right vision for the product. And uh, I think it shows. Well, and there's all this talk, or and some of this could just be bullshit internet rumor, but of George Lucas coming back into some large capacity there. Not necessarily you know, not necessarily in a, a Kathleen Kennedy role, but at least a kind of the the overseer of, of all things, kind of that, that continuity guy. That's what they need. You think so? I don't know. I don't think, I don't know if George, yeah. I, you know, I don't know if George still has it because his original story, he wanted to do midichlorians. Oh yeah. And his his bonkers. The, yeah. It, yeah. It, it was like some real deep, it was matrix. It was like shit, dis- like discovery we're being controlled shit, by the man. wills of the force type yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, no, that was that was drop acid and write a Star Wars movie. <laughs> yeah. No, I remember, I, I remember trying to read some of that that script that came out of that, or at least the storyline or whatever. I'm like this is not. Yeah. This makes zero sense. It was weird, and it was about their grandkids, and Luke was you know like a crazy. He was like a 
super powerful Jedi who sacrifices himself in the ninth movie and all this other shit. And it was wild. It was wild. Colin Trevorrow's script was actually really cool. Duel of the Fates. What a fucking name that was. Oh, yeah. The whole thing, like Hux being obsessed with everyone that was in Force Awakens, they all, they all had a, a role. Finn was leading these rogue stormtroopers, kind of like he did in Last Jedi, but it was like way more in depth. Hux was like obsessed with the dark side because he was so jealous of Kylo. So he would he would collect all these dark side artifacts. And then when the resistance was taking over, they were on Coruscant. One of the last battles was on Coruscant. He kills himself. Kylo Ren has a force battle with the ghost of Vader, where he has like a vi- like a dark like a vision, almost like Luke did, and fights Vader. Mm-hmm. Luke has a huge role in it. He confronts Kylo. Kylo tries to hit him with the lightsaber. Luke catches it, and he's like, "Look, man, I'm trying to." get you back to where you need to be and you're not you're not helping me here and then ray ends up getting blinded she gets fucked up by kylo she actually gets killed during the battle and kylo actually tells her who her what her real name is just like ray solano she's like you're a nobody but and then ray gives him some line like even a nobody is a somebody or something like that and she dies and then she actually goes and meets up with like yoda obi-wan all these force ghosts and they're like hey you have a choice you're on that threshold you can either go back where you can stay here with us. And she's like, I want to go back with my friends. And then she goes back and rebuilds the Jedi order and all this other shit. But Luke is like a huge part. He's constantly talking to her. He's trained. Luke trains her. Mm-hmm. Leia's old and she goes back to get Lando. Lando's run some bar. She goes back to get him. And then he kind of pops up like he did. And rise of Skywalker, rise of Skywalker yeah. no emperor, nothing like that. Kylo's the main bad guy. Kylo does get a holocron and it was meant for Vader. He's on Mustafar in the beginning of it. And uh, did you guys read the script or did you check it? I've not seen the script. I've seen a little uh, bit of it. Read some pieces. It was good, man. But then again, that's just a script. So if the movie could have been shit too, so who knows? I saw all the concept art that came out. That was awesome. She was wearing Luke's old outfit. Yeah, she looked bad. The black tie outfit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was awesome. She had a dual lightsaber. Mm -hmm. That shit was so cool, man. I think. And it, but the cool thing was it actually took s- stuff from Force Awakens and Last Jedi and mend- melded it together. So it actually was kind of coherent. I thought that would have been the way to go. I don't know why they got rid of him. He wanted Luke alive, though. He didn't want him dead. He wanted Luke alive for episode nine because he wanted Luke to be a very integral part of it. And they were like, nope, no, we're not doing that for wasn't whatever that, reason. I always wondered if Mark Hamill, maybe Kathleen Kennedy had some, maybe he was a dick to her when <clears throat> back in the day. So she just... Fucked his character over. I just think Ryan Johnson wanted to thumb his nose at everything AJ did that you thought was cool. Because every single thing from Force Awakens that you thought was cool, Ryan Johnson went, "Yeah, that's lame." Well, and then Ray giving the Ray giving the lightsaber, lame. We're not gonna we're gonna make fun of that. Kylo Ren's badass helmet, yeah, fuck that. We're gonna crash that too. And Snoke, then, you, you want to know the Snoke's Snoke's uh, history? No, we're just gonna kill him. He wrote to the audience instead of for the story. Because if you look at that film. Like, even if you like it, it literally does not fit into the, it Mm-mm. doesn't fit. He wrote his own movie instead of writing for a trilogy. All the loose ends, he didn't add anything to it. He just cut them off. Yep. And it's like some people are like, oh, yeah, I like that. That's fine if you like it, but don't act like, who's the girl? What's up with the girl? What's up with that? You know what I mean? Act like it's her. She's somebody important. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Don't don't unwind that thread, that ball of yarn if it's nothing. So yeah, he did, and that was that was a poor decision. And they gave him free reign. 
they literally gave him free reign and they went with the first draft. They went with like either first or second draft. They let him do whatever. I, that was like the only movie that had no um, mm-hmm. any problems, production problems. But that's because him and KK are like buddies. So, and then now they keep saying that they're going to give him his own trilogy, but I don't think people want to see I it. Thought they, I know, I know, I know a good chunk of people do, but the majority of the fan base. I don't want that guy anywhere near Star Wars. No. Nowhere near Star Wars. No. J.J. Retcon the whole damn thing. And Uh, that didn't help either. No, it didn't help. It was was needed just to kind of mop up and, okay, let's put a bow on this thing and call it over. But like you said earlier, that's what we're left with is uh, just this. Yeah. Everything. The way Ryan Johnson wrote it, he wrote it into a corner. There's no way to write write out of it without undoing it. Right. He pretty much finished it. Like that movie felt like an ending. Yeah, he just wrote his own thing. He just did his own thing instead of he instead of playing for the team, he played for himself. Talking about, you know, new movies. They're talking about this High Republic with uh Yoda 200 years younger. Um which everyone's like, "Oh, he looks so much younger." I'm like, "Well, you know, he's still 700 years old." Yeah. Uh, 500 but, years old. Yeah. Look good. You <laughs> But what are use? What are you hearing about that? I wasn't into it. I mean, I I know they they had the books came out. Mm-hmm. They were supposed to do comics and stuff. I mean, what I read and saw from the characters, I didn't care. Okay, I, I just think they were trying to make up their own thing, which is cool. I just it, it didn't it didn't do anything for me. I would rather see old Republic stuff. To me, it was like, hey, you guys yeah. want old Republic? Psych, we're gonna give you this called the High yeah. Republic, which is our stuff, and and it comes from Kathleen Kennedy, and I. No, a lot of people don't want to hear it, but I do feel like she's trying to push an agenda. I mean, she's like hell bent on having female directors, which that's fine, but I don't care who you have direct. Just make sure they're good for the job. Don't hire them just because you want, you want female directors only. You know what I mean? Cause sometimes they're not good for the job. Deborah child. Awesome. I'm glad she's doing Kenobi. I thought the two weakest episodes for, um, Mando were Bryce Dallas Howard and Dave Filoni's episodes. Mm-hmm. I thought, you know what I mean? But she's like hell bent on having that. And nowadays everyone wants to push an agenda and it's like, push the story. Yeah. You know, I don't give a shit who's in it, black, white, trans, whatever. If it fits, it fits. Don't push it in there. You can't push the triangle piece into the square. Just let it work itself. Let it be organic, but they're too busy trying to, please everybody and do all this shit. But you know, it goes back to them saying they're diverse and all this stuff, but they cut out the kiss scene of the two ladies. They cut that out of China. So you're obviously, you're not that diverse. You'd rather be appeasing that China money than actually break boundaries. So they're just full of shit when it comes to that stuff. Yeah. But I mean, in a, in a way that's, that's, could be the Chinese government saying, yeah, no. It's definitely the government. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I haven't seen a lot of the High Republic stuff, but from what I did see, it looked looked pretty cool to me. Like the uh, Jedi were more almost like Texas Rangers, how they how they patrol more so than peacekeepers. The main villains looked cool too. They kind of like stock characters almost though. Like the Viking guys. Yeah. Yeah. I understand what you mean by that. But I'm an old Republic guy too. That's actually how I got into Star Wars. Really? Was uh the Knights of the Old Republic the video games? I love Kitar. them. Yeah, yes, yeah. they're still my favorite. Darth Revan is my favorite Jedi. <laughs> of it's only a matter of time before He's they great. make him canon. They have. They already, they already came out with the lightsaber. It's only a matter of time. A lot of stuff. The encyclopedia from the last movies 
alludes to him being canon too, because uh, the crystal from Ky- Kylo Ren's lightsaber was a Crusader's crystal, and that was the name of Revan's group during the uh, Jedi Civil War. So hopefully we get and, some. And uh, Rebels, I know you didn't get it, get there yet, X, but the last season, or no, it's season two. Uh-huh. They go to Malachor, right? Yes, and they talk about there's an old cross guard lightsaber there. But they talk about like the really? old Republic stuff. Yeah, they they mention it the old the old battles between the Jedi and the Sith. Yeah, the Mandalorian and, Wars and all that stuff is my favorite. Yes, I'll be very very pissed if they try to make Revan someone from High Republic. Oh, and, don't say that. Yes, I can see them doing that. Like, oh, the, this. Jedi, like this new Jedi chick they have, I bet you any money they try to make that rubbing. They probably won't make mm. it a girl because Mitra Sutra is actually canonized as a woman, so hopefully they just let that know. be uh If they're smart, they won't fuck We'll see how it goes. What's the time frame around uh, New Republic versus High Republic? High Republic's 200 years before episode one, before Phantom Menace. Old Republic right? is like thousands, thousands of years thousands? before that. So I think even, like 5,000 years okay, before. Okay, okay. So we got that Star Wars Squadrons game. Yes, I got yeah, notes I, on that too. Is there any chance that's good, you think? Well, it's only 40 bucks. Is it a VR oh, really? game? I think it's only 40 bucks. It's uh I think it's a lot of it's based off of the fight, the space combat from Battlefront 2. Oh okay. except upgraded. I'm not a shooter guy anyway. Battlefront's oh, fun, dude. You should play it. I just want to fly shit. This is that's it. Yeah. I watched some of the gameplay of it, and it looks kind of cool. I, I like how you're constantly uh, shifting between your your power between your shields, your weapons, and your engine. So that's adds an element of uh, strategy to your to the battle that uh, could make it fun. Then you can do front or rear deflectors, which I guess is more of a uh, Star Trek term, but I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, I I was a big fan of the uh, X Wing and Tie Fighter games back in the day. Yep, like the Rogue I don't Squadron think it, and stuff. No, the, they had this was these were PC games back in the early nineties, just called mm-hmm. X Wing. X Wing was one Tie just called, Fighter, right? Yeah, and then there, that was the third one, right? But they were more light sim type games. They weren't as action oriented. So you have a lot of missions where it's like, okay, we'll just accompany this bar this barge. So your company, the barge, and you don't, you, you may fight, you may not fight, but this is sort of, like I said, a little bit more uh, like uh, uh, Luftwaffe games. But they were great. Uh, I thought they were great. And But this is, this is based on multiplayer. Mm-hmm. And apparently the big thing with this is that you group up with four or five other people and you squad battle been trying to take down the either a uh Carmelian uh, ship or a star destroyer have you guys played battlefront 2 i have not no i i i played battlefront 1 a bunch right I, my problem with first person shooters specifically ones that are that are geared entirely towards multiplayer is i don't have the time to not suck terribly at them i have terrible well, you, hand-eye coordination well you can you can do third person as well on this and then on Battlefront 2, they have um, Battle of the Heroes, where you just, it's four mm. on four. You pick like Luke, Leia, Ray, Maul. You pick any of, like, you know what I mean? They all have like powers and stuff, and you can level them up. It's similar to that. Like, and Squadrons, it takes place right after the Battle of Endor. So you have like TIE Fighters, like First Class, Interceptor Class, Bomber Class, Support Class. You have the TIE Fighter, TIE Interceptor, TIE Bomber, and TIE Reaper. And then for the New Republic, it's X-Wing, A-Wing, Y-Wing, and U-Wing. And there's two multiplayer modes and a single-player mode, which is kind of cool. 
And then you can get up to 10 players um, and split it into two groups. I got a team death match. There's a fleet battles and stuff like that. And it's made by the guys. Was it frostbite? Those are the guys that do like the battlefield games. So, and they did battlefront too as well. So I have some faith in it, but the, the dog fight, the space battles for battlefront two were excellent. And it would be like the 10 on 10 and you'd have certain things that you'd have to accomplish. There'd be like the star destroyer that you have to take down blow up the shields, but also at the same time, take out like enemy ships. You know what I mean? As they're trying to protect it, you have to take them out. And then same thing, like a medical, a medical uh, cruiser, you'd have to defend that if you were part of the resistance and stuff, or if you were part of the Republic, because it went through different timelines. The cool thing about Battlefront 2, though, was that if you had, you get enough points and enough kills, then you can choose a hero. So then you could choose like Kylo Ren and his fucking sweet ship, or you could choose Luke and his X-Wing or the Millennium Falcon and stuff like that. And then uh, you were kind of more overpowered that way. So it was really cool. You choose like Slave One, Boba Fett. So it was cool, man. I mean, so I think, and I think this is only 40 bucks. So it'll probably be fun. It'll probably be a fun play. There's a seven minute cinematic trailer that they just released, I think like a week ago. If you guys get a chance, check that out. I mean, it's just cinematic, but it still looks pretty cool. There are two ships in Star Wars I want to fly a Y Wing and definitely a Snowspeeder. I want to fly a Snowspeeder oh. so fucking bad. I think you guys don't want to fly those cool bombers in the beginning of Last Jedi. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're dropping bombs in the middle of space and they're not floating they, away. They go so damn slow. Yeah. Rick, did you play uh, Shadows of the Empire on N64 when it came oh, out? Oh my God, that was tough. Not on uh, N64. <laughs> what was the one? Oh. Super Empire Strikes Back for Super Nintendo? No, I'm, I'm a, I was a PC gamer back then. Dark Forces? I was not alive yet. I'm thinking Dark Forces. Yeah, no, yeah you missed out on some good stuff, X. Yeah, no, I'm thinking Dark Forces, which was kind of the yeah Dark the, Forces, the follow up to the the X Wing uh, Tie Fighter games, because um, yeah. that was back when I was I was working at Egghead Software, so that was a million years ago. So yeah, Shadows. The best part about that game was the very first level where you got to be a snowspeeder and taking down adats. Oh, then I have played that. Yes, because yeah. I was, I'm like I know there's one damn game where I've flown a snowspeeder. Because that's or, all I ever wanted to super, do. Super NES or Super Empire Strikes Back, you could do that too. Well, you know what? It was it was, size, 2D. It was 2D. Yeah, so it wasn't 3D. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, then yeah. I have played that one. Because I, I remember there was one game, but it didn't look like this. Not that, I mean, you know, no. here we are 20 no. years later. but Shadows had such a cool story. I wish that was still canon. That was awesome. I liked it. Yeah, yeah, I did too. That, that had some cool shit. Very similar IG-88 to what's in Mandalorian. Yes. Yep, it did. And then Chewbacca had that bounty hunter outfit, and that's where Leia got mm-hmm. the Boosh outfit. They were trying to still mm-hmm. get a uh, Han, and then Prince Caesar, who was right. you know he he was ruling the Black Sun at the time, and Luke was off doing his own thing. It was just really cool. And it was just cool. <laughs> yeah, it was it was really cool. It was different. It came out like what nineties, and there they made a big deal uh, out of it. it. Had a soundtrack, had a game, had a comic, had an actual novel. I actually have the novel over there somewhere, but. Yeah, I have the book. Really cool. Yeah. Any more thoughts on the Mandalorian trailer or what, what we're thinking there before we wrap yeah, up? Yeah. At this point, I'm I just had to put my faith in John Favreau. He hasn't he deserves to have that right now. I think between he took a character in the Marvel universe that I didn't give a shit about in Iron Man and made an entire universe around him just with good writing and good production. And when I first honestly, when I first heard about Mandalorian, it was about eight, 10 months before, right when they were in pre-production, it, it premiered. I heard that it was going to be about a, a Mandalorian and a kid. 
wandering around where he mandal this Mandalorian finds a kid, and then it's gonna be him and a kid wandering around. And I thought this is gonna be the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And I now I don't want to <laughs> watch the it. Same this thing. is gonna be the, this could be the stupidest fucking thing. I just want to see a Boba Fett wandering around being awesome, and now he's gonna have this damn kid. Yes, there was a kid, but it would turned out to be amazing. It was like Lone Wolf and, and Cub, had, if you guys ever saw that. Oh yeah. 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 It had no right to be as good as it as it was, but it's it's amazing because he believes in the product and he knows the product and i truly believe that he will not disrespect the product i think that's a big thing too he he like kind of going back to what we were talking about early it's a story that he's trying to tell and he's not trying to sell you know he's not trying to sell like a product or something like that and he but he believes in star wars and you have feloni there who's like the george lucas d- disciple you know, so he knows all the lore and how it works and stuff. And, you know, I think people Mandalorian worked for one one reason, because we were hungry for good Star Wars. You know what I mean? Even like even after, if you, even if you like the sequel trilogy, you were probably like, hi, oh, it left me wanting like ah, this, this, that wasn't it. And then if you didn't like it, you're like, God, I need something to get me back into Star Wars. And so when the Mandalorian came out, I think we were all hopeful. Then we saw the trailer. We're like, oh, shit, this is like everything's practical. It's almost feels like a Western mixed with that. You got like a good thing. And then when it re- introduced baby Yoda, not only did it for us, we're like, Oh, it's a Yoda. What, what's this mean? So we're instantly intrigued, but then it pulled everybody outside of the universe. in, and they were like, Oh shit, it's a baby Yoda. It's a little baby. It's adorable. I want to see where this is going. You know, it's like Steve Austin. Steve Austin hooked the already wrestling fans, but then he hooked everybody, like the mainstream fan. He pulled them in. And that's what this did. And it it made it like, it was the perfect mix. We needed some new Star Wars that was good. And it scaled it back Mm -hmm. and it gave us a simple story. Like, if you think about it, some people are like, well, I don't like it. Oh, it's like serialized, like a, okay, he has a kid now, but then he goes to this planet, that planet. To me, it felt like an old Western, you know, TV mm-hmm. show. So I was okay People with said that. that. Yeah, people were upset. Like, why is he going to this planet? It has nothing to do with the kid. Or you know, they, they were upset. Like, each episode was a standalone story. I thought it was cool. And then I remember telling people, I was like, I look, they're just, yeah, they, they're building up. And then at the end, you're going to have the big. They was trying to figure it out. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, this, yeah. and then now the season two, they kind of know what they want. So now they can build off that. So season two might be even better. And what I saw was cool. I've watched it over and over again. And I have high hopes for it. Yeah. And I just, and I just hope the, the silly shit we talked about earlier isn't true. I really hope that's not yeah. true. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. The, I mean, the whole yeah. serialization of it, that's, that's what George Lucas was always after was, was basically yeah. mimicking the old Flash Gordon series, yep. series, series that he used to watch. That is exactly that. Multiple episodes. I, I don't know what how often it came out, but it came out often enough. I think it was still, you know, you would you'd watch it at the movie theater way back when. But it's exactly, and that's that's where probably Filoni comes in, is as you were saying that George Lucas lore. You guys all set here? Yes. All right, let's take it home, Thank guys.
What did you say? What were we talking about? God damn it. Star Wars. Don't get 1977. I'm so fucking old. (laughs) Were you guys alive when that movie came out? The original Star Wars? I was. I wasn't. I was. I, I saw I saw it I was I was eight years old. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah, nineteen seventy seven, man. Whoops, did I not? Still with us, Hughes? Yeah, I'm still here, but I don't know what happened. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. All I don't good. know what happened to the picture. That's weird. Let me try to See if that works. No. All right. I'll be right back. Still see you. Can you see me? Yeah. I can see you. Yeah. See you. Hear you. you. I can't see you guys. I'm going to get out and get back in. All right. All right. Okay. You're still here. I am still here. That's weird. <laughs> I don't know how. <laughs> I can hear. I was like, are those guys still there? I can yeah. hear. Them. Yeah. 